welcome to this week's edition for the Wise Up Podcast. This is your host, Azra Siddiqui. As a reminder, Wise Up Texas is my platform to educate the South Asian and Muslim communities about national and Texas politics. You can find us on all forms of social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Our handle is at WiseUpTX, or you can check out our website, www.wiseuptx.com. Remember, everyone, get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. So today's segment is called One Year, and I'm naming it that because we have literally less than one year than till the 2018 elections. So it's literally coming around the corner. And if there are ways that you would like to get involved, um, I just wanted to share that um, doing voter registration drives would be very beneficial. There are so many people in our community that are still not registered to vote, and 2018 is going to be exceptionally pivotal for us. There are a lot of big statewide races, and um, one on the national level, which is the U.S. Senate election. So if you have some free time, I highly recommend you all to register to become a voter registrar so that you can, you know, attend your local mosque or church or temple and um, try and register our community to make sure that we're ready to vote for 2018. Because for many of the local elections regarding your state representative and your state senators that are sent down to Austin, many of those elections are determined by very small number of people. Like it could be less than a hundred. And so in many of these districts, we, there are so many Desis, there are so many Muslims that if they had been registered to vote and actually voted, we could have actually turned the tide. So I hope you all will consider being a voter registrar. If you are not interested in doing that, uh, I also highly recommend you trying to volunteer for a campaign, helping um, go door to door to campaign for someone or to make phone calls or to even make a monetary donation. Um, All of these things are very beneficial during campaign time. So uh, if you have the time or the funds, I highly recommend to also um, volunteer for a campaign to try and help them out because less than a year and we really, really need everybody's uh, support and make sure that they all go vote. So now is the time to start implementing that. All right, guys. So um, since we have less than a year for the election, I just wanted to say that we did have an election um, earlier this month in November, the first week of November, the first Tuesday of November, and um, it did not have a great turnout. There was only 5% in the state of Texas, which is absolutely abysmal and exceptionally disappointing. I know here at Wise Up Texas, we really try to push out, get out the vote. Um, And I think we got a few people out there, but we needed a lot more. And remember folks, uh, the more you vote, the more people will want to listen to your voice. Because if you're not willing to vote when you have the opportunity to do so, the opportunity to have a say in our democracy, in our government, why would the politicians bother to care about you? They're not going to care about you if you don't bother to do your part either. That's the way democracy works. So just a reminder that since we're not voting, we're not really cared about. So let's try and change that for 2018. Let's make that a community goal for us. And you may be wondering, okay, what was that election about? Well, there were seven constitutional amendments to the Texas Constitution, and that's what they were voted upon. And some of them were kind of odd, but I just want to give a brief overview. They all passed across the board. Um, So these are the amendments that will be changing our state constitution. 
And one of them is to authorize the legislature to provide for an exemption from ad valorem taxation of part of the market value of the resident's homestead of a partially disabled veteran or the surviving spouse of a partially disabled veteran. Uh, essentially, this amendment would lower property taxes for disabled veterans and their families. I think this would be very beneficial uh, to our veterans in Texas. Uh, the next one is an amendment that would make it easier for homeowners to access the equity built up in their property. Uh, this may sound like a great uh, amendment, but at the same time, it was um, stripping some protections that homeowners would get in the state of Texas, and it seems like this amendment could be very detrimental to um, those with less income because they would be unaware of certain risks that they would be taking and could be uh, potentially um, losing their houses when there is a foreclosure. So that was an amendment that was kind of not very great for the state of Texas or for many people overall, but it did end up passing. Uh, the next one is the Third Amendment, and it states that the constitutional amendment limiting the service of certain office holders appointed by the governor and confirmed by the Senate after the expiration of the person's term of office. So essentially, um, the Texas governor has many committee appointments to make over their time in office, and it can be tough to get around in a timely manner. And so with the current law, it's allowing someone who is already appointed, but they've been in the unpaid position to remain there until the new governor replaces them. With this amendment, it would set a deadline for leaving the office, which would mean the position would go vacant. All right, Proposition 4. This one I thought was pretty contentious. Uh, this one is a constitutional amendment authorizing the legislature to require a court to provide notice to the Attorney General of a challenge to the constitutionality of a state statute and authorizing the legislature to prescribe a waiting period before the court may enter a judgment holding the statute unconstitutional. I know it sounds quite verbose, but essentially <clears throat> this amendment states that a court must give the Texas Attorney General 45 days notice before ruling on the constitutionality of state law. So there are many people that were opposed to this amendment because they don't like the idea of delaying how quickly a state resident can receive relief from an unconstitutional law. And I do think this one was very contentious because it's essentially stating um, that the attorney general may, you know, can have time um, to counter sue if someone is, um, you know, suing on constitutionality of certain legislation that's passed. And the thing is that's troubling is that, you know, the far right has really pushed on certain legislation that is very discriminatory, um, such as Senate. Bill 4, which was the Sanctuary Cities Bill. They've been trying to push a bathroom bill, which would target the LGBTQ community. And if those bills pass, then, you know, the, they, the state has enough time to try and maybe, um, you know, change venues um, of where the, you know, case is going to be held so that they could find a judge that would be more friendly to vote um, in their favor. And so, you know, these, these time things, it's very, um, it's very problematic because it's essentially giving the state more power to, okay, well, once this legislation passes and if you want to sue, we're going to have more than enough time to counter sue and to defend ourselves, um, on these types of unconstitutional bills. And so, I think this even amendment could be proven constitutional and I'm 
curious to see if maybe the ACLU will take it upon themselves to um, try and strike this amendment within the Texas Constitution down. It will be interesting to see how it relays um, or how it plays out in the Texas political world. All right, moving on. Proposition 5, the Constitutional Amendment on Professional Sports Teams, Charitable Foundations Conducting Charitable Raffles. raffles excuse me. Uh, this amendment would essentially expand <clears throat> these charitable raffles to more teams, and those who are opposed to it pointed out that this could potentially expand gambling in Texas. Proposition 6, um, the amendment would provide another property tax exemption, um, this time for EMS, fire, and police. Uh, workforce. And then the last one is um, this constitutional amendment relating to legislative authority to permit credit unions and other financial institutions to award prizes by lot to promote savings. So um, this is a crazy thing, but third of Texas households don't have a savings account. So offering the possibility of winning something just for starting an account may provide an incentive to open account. And those are essentially the seven constitutional amendments that have passed, and they will be implemented right away, so there's no point to, you know, try and fight against these because the election was held and they've already passed. Um, besides that, some other Texas legislature news, the Texas Speaker of the House, Joe Strauss, has resigned and will not be running for election in 2018. Uh, this caused a little bit of an uproar um, for many moderate Republicans and Democrats alike because they've seen uh, Speaker Strauss to be an even-handed, even-leveled um, speaker and that was willing to listen to both sides and not really cater to the far right, which has been gaining more mo momentum in the Texas Republican Party. Uh, it'll be very, very, very interesting to watch who is going to take his place and how the Texas House uh, will go forward. Um... The deadline to run for office for the 2018 election is coming up, so if you don't even want to be a voter registrar or campaign for someone and want to actually run for office, that's coming up in early December, so I highly recommend you check your um, you know, city's website out to figure out the deadlines and what is required to, uh, what are the forms required to fill out to run for office. And... Since elections are coming up, many of these people um, have primaries coming up in March, so you have multiple people running in both parties um, trying to be the main person uh, on the ticket for either the Republican or Democratic Party. Many of these people are attending town hall meetings or one-on-one -on -one meetings. I highly recommend you check them out and have a chat with them to get to know them and see what their platform is about. So. Election is only a year away, but it's going to be exceptionally pivotal. Um, you will be voting on your governor for the governor of Texas, uh, your lieutenant governor, the attorney general, the ag commissioner, uh, your state representative, um, your U.S. House of Representative, potentially for some of y'all, your state senators, and statewide we will be voting on some Texas Supreme Court justices. There's actually a South Asian gentleman running, and I can't wait to share his information with y'all at some point. And last but not least, you'll also be... Um, keeping tabs on the U.S. Senate election. As you all may know, Senator Ted Cruz is running against um, Congressman Beto O'Rourke. Uh, had an interview with him this last podcast, so if you're interested to hear more about him, make sure you check it out. So that's our news for today. Um, 
I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving and holiday season, and we can't wait to hit the ground running to give you um, some great interviews with those that are running for office. And if you have any suggestions, please contact us at um, www.wiseftx.com at the contact page and leave us a message if you're running for office or know of someone that would be great for us to interview and that you really want to get out there and support and get um, the South Asian Muslim community more um, aware about some of these candidates. We'd love to hear from you. All right, folks, until next time, have a great week. And don't forget, get educated, get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Take care.